Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Uh, tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Love My Ness. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Episode 218 of Nintendo Switchcraft is also brought to you by OPSeat. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash OPSeat to get a fantastic gaming chair that can support you. By doing so, you are supporting the show. And uh, if you use my URL, that's runjumpstomp.com slash OPSeat, you get $10 off your gaming chair. Again, runjumpstomp.com slash OPSeat. So I was sitting here getting ready to do the show, and I was just kind of doing the pre-show where I chat with the people in chat, and we talk a little bit about stuff, and Wyvern Ripsnarl popped in, and he said, Pokemon 2019 will be late 2019. Uh, I actually don't have a link for this, so hopefully somebody can drop a link in chat while I'm talking about this, and then I can bring something up on the screen or something like that, uh, but... Previously, when uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee uh, were officially announced, not all the the leaks and everything, when they were officially announced, uh, they said that we would expect to see uh, Pokemon, uh, just whisper it to me, Wyvern Ripsnarl, so that I can see it, Um, uh, Pokemon uh, uh, that's coming out next year is going to be a core RPG. So it'll be much more like the traditional Pokemon games, whereas Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee are a little less um, like what we are used to. And, you know, that's... I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. I'm still willing to give Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu a chance. Uh, They're a lot more like Pokemon Go, but the, the one that most people are probably... Um, excited for uh, would be the Pokemon RPG that we're not going to get until next year. Uh, when they said that, it was going to be second half next year. And uh, thank you for sending me the link there, Wyvern Ripsnarl. Um, I'm looking at uh, US Gamer right now. And here, I'll bring it up on the screen for um, people who are watching on YouTube or Twitch. Uh, it says right here, uh, Nintendo released its earnings for the... Fr- oh, I'm not going to talk about that because that's a story I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, let's see, where does it say that? Oh man, I can't find, oh, here it goes, here it goes. Nintendo outlined the release schedule for upcoming first party games and managed to further lock down the next Pokemon RPG on Switch from a second half 2019 to late 2019 release. Uh, so 
we'll probably see it release during holiday months. It's really not a huge surprise to me. In fact, when when uh, Wyvern popped into chat and said, oh, it's late 2019, I was like, oh, yeah, we already knew about that a couple months now that we've known about that. Um, but no, we haven't known about that for a couple months. Uh, like I said, it was um, a second half 2019, and now they have clarified. The reason I thought that we already knew that is because I just always assumed it was going to be a holiday game. If you look at the release dates for previous Pokemon games uh, that we've had in recent years, it's been one after another after another holiday, 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 holiday. And it really doesn't surprise me that they're going to launch this around holiday. It's a Pokemon game. Pokemon games are really, really popular with kids. Not to say that they're just kids games, because that's how I felt a long time ago. Well, not that long ago, maybe a few years ago. And then I tried uh, Pokemon X and I had a lot of fun with it, even though I don't really care for the stories They're You can just skip the story, though. Um, so they're they're really fun games and... But they, they definitely have an appeal to kids, and launching that stuff right around holidays is always going to be a good idea. Um, Trev125 in chat says, do you think that Let's Go will become its own mini franchise? Um, Trev, I don't think that that's going to happen. And the reason why is because Let's Go is trying to capitalize on the Pokemon Go players, the people who uh, have been interested in Pokemon only because they've been playing it on their phones. And now they're trying to say, hey, look, you can also have fun with this, uh, with this same franchise in a different way on the Nintendo Switch. And I think that they're basically uh, making this game as like an olive branch to those people saying, look, here's a thing that you really like on your phone. Why don't you try it out on the Switch? And then next year, when uh, the Switch RPG-style one comes out uh, in late 2019, all those people will that, that have gone from the phone to Let's Go will then convert over to full-on Pokemon players. And I think that makes a lot of sense. It's a lot of... Um, it, it makes... It, it's really good business sense, and I think that they're going to really increase the number of people that are interested in a core RPG uh, more than ever before, especially with the rate at which Switches are selling, although we'll talk about that in a different story. But uh, thank you very much to Wyvern Ripsnarl for bringing that up. Now, before we move on from Pokemon... Well, we are moving on from Pokemon, but I guess a, a better way to say this is we've got a quick segue over to Digimon, which is, um, you know, a lot of people think that they're basically the same thing. I've never played a Digimon game, so I don't know anything about it. I know that I've sat down with my son and he's watched, we've watched the Digimon cartoons together a couple times, and they're not bad. There's some funny moments that happen in them, but they're not for me, and that's fine. Uh, but Digimon... Uh, Survive is a game that we already knew was coming to the Switch, uh, but here's what we now know that's uh, the information that is actually new, uh, and that's that it is coming westward in 2019. Up until now, it was um, assumed that it was going to come to the west, but they didn't actually say uh, whether or not it was going to come across uh, or just stay over in Japan. So in 2019, we're expecting to see Digimon Survive uh, come west in 2019 for PS4, 
Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I didn't know that it was a PC game. Uh, Bandai Namco announced this, and they have a, uh, a video that you can uh, watch. I looked at the video. There was no gameplay in the video, which was a little disappointing. It was just like almost like uh, stills with a little bit of motion uh, happening, and then uh, then it would switch to the next still, but really no gameplay shown. Uh, I I am not super interested in this, but I know that my son would probably be excited for this. And people who uh, are into Digimon, I, you know, there's probably a lot of kids who have never played a Digimon game, but have watched the show because it's been on Netflix. And I will bet that uh, this game, when it comes over here, is going to sell very, very well. And the reason for that is because all these kids have been watching the cartoon and they've never had a Digimon game to really play. Uh, Kodiak Moonwolf in chat says, shut up and take my money. Uh, uh, Wyvern Ripsnarl wants to know, is it a port of Digimon Data Sleuth? I don't think so, but I'm I'm really not sure. I don't know anything about the Digimon franchise. Like it's never been anything that I've been interested in. When I first heard about it, I thought, oh, well, that's just a ripoff of Pokemon. And I wasn't interested in Pokemon at the time because Pokemon it was was a game for kids. So it's really not for me. And while my opinion has changed about Pokemon, it's definitely a game that adults can enjoy. I still have never checked out Digimon, and I'm not really excited to, but I'm also not against the idea. Uh, so th- that is our opening story. We've got Pokemon news and Digimon news, and uh, thank you, Wyvern Ripsnarl, for sending that in. We finally, not finally, but we have some uh, sales numbers from Nintendo. These are official numbers from Nintendo, and right now... Uh, Nintendo has sold 19.67 million Nintendo Switch units. Now, first off, let's talk about is that a good number or not? Um, the PS4 in a 16-month time frame, all right, in a 16-month time frame sold 20 million units. The Nintendo Switch in a 16-month time frame sold 19.67 units. So that's pretty good. All right, Nintendo has sold a lot of Switches. And not only that, but in that 16-month time frame for PS4, they had two holidays. Because Nintendo launched in March, they only had one holiday season. And we're I think everybody is expecting that this holiday season is going to be bonkers for Nintendo. Uh, we've got, uh, of course, it, there's a lot of momentum going into the holidays. And then on top of that, we have the um, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate coming out, uh, Pokemon game coming out, and those three things are going to equal lots of sales. However, even though that is showing that Nintendo is doing really, really well and they are well on their way to uh, keeping up with the Joneses, basically, uh, Nintendo set themselves a pretty big goalpost, or a pretty long goalpost. Um, They said that they were hoping to sell 20 million units this fiscal year. So this fiscal year means from March 2018 
until March 2019. And they were they said that they expected to sell 20 million units in that amount of time. Now, looking at the sales data, it certainly seems like Nintendo has been slowing down or I'm sorry, uh, Switch sales have been slowing. There really hasn't been a lot of first party stuff to get people to run out and pick up a system. Uh, and while all of the indie games that we've been getting have been fantastic, and I've been having a lot of fun with those, um, <laughs> Nintendo hasn't been putting out that first party stuff. If we look at last year, uh, last year it was like every single month there was a huge title from Nintendo, almost every single month. I think that there was like one month where there wasn't, but then the next month they had two. Um, but overall, I feel like this year has been the year of third party stuff, a lot of third party stuff for Nintendo. And while third party stuff is great, I feel like it just doesn't sell consoles like it, like it does when Nintendo brings out a game. And that's why we've kind of seen a slump in sales. Now, keep in mind me saying that there's a slump in sales. They sold 20 million of the units. That's pretty crazy. GameStop said at E3 that right after the E3 or the week after um, Nintendo's announcements at E3, their sales doubled at GameStop, which is really, really good news for Nintendo. So while I think that these numbers are perfectly acceptable, they're a little slow when you look at how much they have to do before March 2019. So I definitely think it's doable. Those three things that I mentioned, the momentum that they have, the uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Pokemon Let's Go, like those three things, I expect to see a hockey stick style graph at the end of the year when we look at Nintendo Switch sales. It's going to fly. They're just going to fly off the shelves, and I almost guarantee you're going to have a hard time finding them. Now, Last year, Nintendo kind of solved their supply issues uh, where all all of 2017 people were trying to find switches and they just couldn't. And then at the end of 2017, around the holidays, they were finally in stores and people were able to get them. And it seemed like Nintendo doing what we what I call a soft launch. Uh, where they launched in March and, you know, slowly built up the library and, and built that momentum up. You know, they didn't have a big bang at the beginning and then have it slowly peter off. Over the course of that year, it, the graph just continually ticked up and up and up, and it, they did a really great job with that. Hopefully, they don't run into any supply issues this year around Christmas time because that would be a disaster for them. Um, Mr. Cool Red Luigi in chat says another possible first party title to be released before the end of the fiscal year other than Smash and Pokemon. I think that we definitely are going to hear about more stuff that's coming this year from Nintendo. Uh, I believe it was Mr. Oh, I can't remember his name. Fukushima? No, that's not it. Furukawa. Mr. Furukawa. Um, Mr. Furukawa said, or was it Mr. Kimishima? One or the other. I can't remember which one of them said it, but they said, look, even though we've told you some stuff here at E3, we haven't told you everything that's coming this year. So I think that we should be getting a Nintendo Direct soon. In fact, Trev125 in chat just said exactly the same thing. They said, I feel like we should be getting a Nintendo Direct soon. And I totally agree. We're going to be getting a Nintendo Direct 
probably sometime in August. Um, that Nintendo Direct, oh, God, I, I say this and I know that Nintendo is just going to make me look like an idiot. Um, not that I need any help in that department, but uh, what they're going to do is they're not going to have a Direct and they're just going to launch the online service without without telling us anything about it because... Uh, yeah, that's right, Pudding. Um, because almost every time up until now, I've said Nintendo won't do X without telling us more about their online service. And then, bam, they do whatever it is. And then I'm like, well, okay, they did that. And then they won't do this without telling us about the online service. And then they went ahead and did it. And over and over, they've proved me wrong. And the online service is supposed to come out in September. You can already pre-order um, cards off Amazon. I'm not sure why you would, but if you want to, you can. Um, but are they going to launch that without talking about it? I don't think that they will. They've got to talk about it. They have to give us more details. Right now, we know about 10 games, and we know the cost. It's $20 a year. Um, and uh, they also have a family plan. So if you've got multiple people, I think it's like $35 a year, but that covers like eight people, and they don't even have to be in your household. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, that's all we know. Like, we know almost nothing and Nintendo has got to talk more about it. So I expect a Nintendo Direct to come sometime in August. Uh, it is, I'm recording this on July 31st, so we know it can't happen in July. So sometime in August, we're going to hear more about Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Switch online. We're going to hear about their, this replacement for virtual console, which is the, the NES games that are coming with, uh, the online service. And hopefully we also hear about other unannounced games for this year. I will say this. I like I like it when a company holds their cards close to their chest, when they don't tell us things too soon. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, Square Enix, they talked about Final Fantasy VII Remake like three years ago at E3, and then they talked about it two years ago at E3, and then this year they didn't talk about it at all, and we don't know what's going on with it or when it's coming out, and I know that there's a lot of people that are really excited for that game, and the hype is kind of gone. Um, I've been playing a lot of Diablo 3 lately, and I remember... I loved Diablo 1, and when Diablo 2 got announced by Blizzard, I got really excited because I loved Diablo 1 so much, and then it kept getting delayed over and over and over again, and finally, by the time it came out, I was just burnt out, I was like, well, I don't care anymore, and I skipped Diablo 2, and then I remember when Diablo 3 came out, I ended up watching the cutscenes for Diablo 2 while on my exercise bike, or I think it was an elliptical machine uh, on my iPad. And like, that's how I kind of got caught up in the game or with, with the story in the game. And, you know, Nintendo is really holding their cards really, really close to their chest. And there's, they're, they're not announcing things. And I think that it's a, that, it, that that is good. Uh, because if they announce too soon, then it almost always leads to disaster. Whereas if you, you announce late, like, and it comes out in three months, like Todd Howard did when he was on the stage at E3, I think it was two years ago, uh, when Fallout 4 was coming out. Uh, he's standing on the stage at E3, and he goes, here's Fallout 4, and it ships in November. And then they hit their date. Actually, I think he said exactly the date that it was going to happen. 
And that's really, really good marketing. Uh, and then he was like, oh, and by the way, you can try out Fallout Shelter today. And, you know, I, I think that that's really how you want to do things. Now, we're already at the end of July. So whatever they're going to announce for the second half of the year, whatever Mr. Furukawa was talking about when he said, or, or Kimishima, uh, when he said, look, we've got more that we haven't spoken about. You're running out of time. You, you you can't. I know that there have been times where it works really well when they're like, and it comes out today. That's really good. But I also think that you need time to do some marketing. Uh, and we know that Mr. Furukawa has been working in the marketing department at Nintendo for a really long time. So I think that that makes sense. So I think that we're going to be getting a, a, a Nintendo Direct soon. Uh, whatever that Nintendo Direct, I expect it to definitely help boost some sales for the end of the year uh, in order for Nintendo to hit that um, 20 million this fiscal year mark. But the fact that they hit 20 million already, uh, not for the fiscal year, but since the launch of the Switch in 16 months, uh, that's that's definitely a good sign for uh, the Switch. It's at the same pace that the PS4 was. and Overall, I think that uh, these are great numbers. I just worry that Nintendo set their goals a little too high. All right, we're going to take the last three stories and lightning around them. First off, we've got a, a funny little tweet here from at Gauban on Twitter. Uh, they have used the uh, GameCube adapter to hook up uh, their Donkey Kong Konga bongos. So remember when that game came out for the GameCube where you would ha you would hit like these little bongos to play the game? Uh, but they hooked those up through their GameCube adapter, which hooks up to the Switch. And uh, they are playing a game called Taiko Drum with it. I, I, you know, I've not played Taiko Drum. I don't know anything about it. Hopefully I can mute this. There we go. So uh, if you're watching the video right now, you can see that they're... You know, they've got the uh, the little beats coming in and then they're just kind of tapping on the Donkey Kong bongos to play the game. I think that's really cool. Um, I don't know anything about this game, but that does look like fun. Uh, let's move on. Speaking of weird accessories, we've got the uh, the uh, Hori D-pad left Joy-Con that came out uh, over in Japan. It's not over here in the uh, U.S. yet. Uh, but it came out, and I guess it's been eating people's batteries, which is really a strange thing to me because this thing doesn't have batteries in it. Uh, so I'm really curious as to how this is draining the Nintendo Switch's battery. Uh, but I guess it's eating battery life really, really quickly, and people are complaining about that. Hori has said that they will resolve this by the time uh, this hits the West. They've said, we are working to have this issue resolved. By the time the product is released in the U.S., we don't have further details at this time, but we wanted to per personal re personally reach out to let you know that we are working on this and this will be resolved. Uh, now, I guess that this is not affecting all of them, just a few of them. But, you know, if if you're one of the people who has one, then that's a big deal. Um, when you're talking about a portable console, battery life is very, very important, although you know, that's one thing that we were really worried about at the beginning when the Nintendo Switch was first announced. How long is the battery going to last? And myself, 
I have never played it long enough in handheld mode to have the battery drain. Uh, that's not to say that there aren't people out there, because Nintendo's even said that about 50% of people never dock their Switch. About 50% of them only dock their Switch. Uh, well, it's an even split, uh, however however it is, because I'm sure that there's people who dock it sometimes and, and undock it other times. Last story in the lightning round is that we're going to be getting a physical edition of Rocket League uh, called Ultimate Edition. This comes out on August 28th. Um, this is going to include the Chaos Run DLC, the Revenge of the Battle Cars DLC, Supersonic Fury DLC, Aftershock, Esper, Marauder, Masunme, uh, Proteus, Triton, Vulcan DLC, Battle Cars, the Batman v Superman dot. Uh, Dawn of Justice Car Pack and the DC Superheroes uh, Justice Car or I'm a DLC pack. Uh, it says all of this is really good. All of the above will be on disc or on cartridge. No codes or inserts in sight. Uh, the Ultimate Edition will retail for thirty nine ninety nine US dollars for PS four, Xbox One, and forty nine ninety nine US for Nintendo Switch or their regional equivalents. So it is getting the Switch tax. It's going to cost 10 more dollars on the Switch than it does on the other um on the other uh systems, and that is because Nintendo used cartridges instead of discs. And uh you know, that's that's the price you pay. Uh however, I'm I'm curious as to whether or not it will cost more on the Switch if you buy it digitally. Um although Hmm, can you buy it? Wait a second. No, this is the physical edition. So there you go. Yeah, the physical edition costs more. Personally, I'm of the mind that you're much better off a game like this where it is multiplayer focused. You always want to have it in your Switch all of the time. This is a game that I would definitely recommend. Skip the physical edition. Get this for uh, digitally. And uh, then you don't have to worry about the the uh, the extra little tax there. Um that is it for today's episode. So before we get out of here, I want to talk about the music that you heard at the beginning, and I'm going to start playing here in a minute as well. Uh, that song is called Harvest Hazards, D uh, Donkey Kong Country, uh, Tropical Freeze Remix, and that is by Noteblock. So again, Harvest Hazards, DKC, Tropical Freeze Remix by Noteblock. That is the music featured on today's show. If you want to check out the music on today's episode, you can head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash music. And <clears throat> excuse me, there will be a link there. Uh, don't forget, if you want to get the full show, you can come watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Or you can watch the videos unedited after the fact over at uh, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. If you are looking to support my content, you can do so by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Lots and lots of ways that you can help out over there. Some of them are free, too. Um, all the links there help me create more content. And a big thank you to everyone who has uh, helped uh, or by supporting my content already. Like today, I already had uh, two people subscribe on Twitch. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate it. And finally, uh, it's, it's not the right, same show without the live chat. So let's go ahead and thank the people who are here. Uh, for the full episode, we've got Kodiak Moonwolf, uh, Awate86, Banana Nanan, 
Cronag uh, Kron- 8, Decaf Smurf, and uh, my scroll wheel went bananas there for a second. Kirby Geek 4, the, one of the luckiest people I know. Uh, Link 31, 254, Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Uh, my Mr. I don't know how to say that name. Mirror Log. Uh, NJ Slap, hello. Uh, Pudding, Raptor James, Slow Cool, TF Wagner, Trev125, VNK, Virgo Pros, Wyvern, Rip Snarl, and the Lurkers. You guys are all awesome. Thank you for hanging out with me today while I record the show. And uh, if you didn't know, uh, again, that's twitch.tv slash runjumpstop to uh, check it out live. I will see you all on Thursday. Have a good one. Bye-bye.